Square and one of the people isn't even at the table, but it's a round table episode of Hysteria 51. I am your host, Mr. Brent Hand, coming to you from the lower fourth dimension, also known as Chicago, with a Zoom tether to parts unknown Colorado, Mr. David Flora. How are you, sir? Pretty good. You're pretty and good. Lens and that that sums it up, right? That's what I was saying. <laughs> Are you, uh, so I heard that you had the, uh, you live in the wildflower capital of America near the wildflower <laughs> festival this weekend. How many orgies did you attend? Just three this year. <laughs> <laughs> My schedule didn't allow more. <laughs> Don't you hate when politics get in the way of a good, a good orgy? He literally sounds like someone pissed in his Cheerios. <laughs> he does. He sounds so sad. So sad. Hi. Uh, if you're uh, playing along at home, that's producer Lisa. She's coming out of the booth. Uh, <laughs> Adam Sandler. <laughs> like toll booth Willie. Yeah. And all it cost me was a dollar twenty-five pa. <laughs> and I guess while we're uh, <laughs> how are ya? <laughs> oh, dollar uh, uh, twenty-five pa. Oh, I already heard that one. You fucking unoriginal bastard. Watch your profanity. <laughs> I already regret my life decisions uh, today. Hey, we also got someone else here. His oh. name is. Come on, Kevin! 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 <sighs> Yay! Yeah. Now. <laughs> Lisa, please don't laugh so loud. Uh, now, just to let everybody know, um, I'm neither pretty nor good, but uh, I am happy to be here. Did anybody yeah. say that you were pretty? I'm just saying that David, he called David pretty and good, and I'm saying I am not. That's just a preemptive strike. Yeah, that's I just right. feel like that's just like in your bio. We already know that. That I'm not pretty or good? Yes. Not everybody can see me like you can see me right now. Nobody His sees bio. you like I see you, Kevin. He's the only got the only bio I know of that has tear stains on it. That's, so. yeah, tear stains. Um, yes, tears. Those are tears. Man, they're going to regret having us on today. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, poor that... poor David. By the way, David, I have to ask you something. Living in the wild capital, wildflower capital, just wild capital, the wild capital. <laughs> wow. Um, did you uh, do you think that the Tom Petty song is about your town? You belong among the wildflowers. I'm not a Tom Petty fan. Uh oh. Oh. Uh oh. That's all right. It's not a logical answer. <laughs> I think I think the answer is no. But I'll take not a Tom Petty fan. That's you know fine. who he is a, a fan of if you're into music? Mark David Chapman. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Fuck you, Brent. We need to move on or Kevin's going to start crying again. Yeah, For the ninth time Would today. Would you still need me or maybe release me when I'm 64? No, I'm going to start crying. Brent, please don't. Brent, if you need to know, he's sixty, about sixty-eight. So they oh. didn't release him because they deny him parole every two years because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> just like your mom. No, I'm just kidding. 
Damn, she was looking at you, Brent. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's okay. We're, we're married, so we're dead inside. Um, so uh, a little bit of housekeeping this week. We are having a little bit of, we're doing a roundtable, having some discussions, having some fun. No specific topic, but we got a lot of things to touch on. Number one, the bell still works, just checking. Uh, David, the long-awaited premiere of your movie is coming up very soon, and we are going to be at said premiere. Why don't you give us a rundown of what's going on, uh, remind everyone of the title, and uh, why I'm so awesome. Wonderful. This this is um, Wet and Wild 43, starring uh, <laughs> David and Derek Brent. Makes and you don't cameo, have to watch but, the first uh, 30 to get uh, to understand what's going on. It's really Right, good. right. Yeah, Brent, Brent's in a cameo in that, but uh, <laughs> you know what? Uh, no insertion, so doesn't he's not credited. Anyways, uh, yeah, this is Shadows in the Desert, High Strangeness in the Borrego Triangle. We are finally premiering it. Um, so what's going on is our paperwork is bouncing back and forth between lawyers um, to get this thing streamed. And we have a, a that's that's the distributor who's going to put it on the platforms and our side who's working on it. And we've been told to expect it maybe around October to be on streaming platforms. Mm -hmm. But until then, we have theatrical rights to it. And so we are going to show it to the world on August 17th in Idlewild, California at the Rustic Theater. It's this small little uh, indie theater uh, down there in the mountains of California, right near the Borrego Triangle. And and it's uh, called Idlewild, which is just a cool name. It is. It totally is. And it's funny as um, when I first started reading audio books for Tom Lyons, um, his first one I read, which is Living Among Bigfoot, was set in Idlewild. So that's fun. So um, you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm hoping. But uh, Brent's going to join me out there. We're going to have uh, a big premiere event kind of thing. Um, there's two showings. We actually have sold out the theater for the first showing, and the second showing is um, open to the public. The first one is invite only. The second one is open to the public, and it seats about 100 and so, uh, give or take, people. And um, uh, if you're out in the area, uh, please swing by and uh, yeah. check out the second or show. even if Five you're not in the area, swing by. If you can swing it, swing it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Brent's coming out there. We're going to just uh, kind of party. We, we're going to get have your picture a, a taken little... with me and I don't smell like John Gover, but you can sniff me just in case you it's can free. see the, re yeah, if there's any residual, but um... <laughs> you heard of residual hauntings. He has a uh, residual uh, smellings. Uh, yeah. I'm here to tell you that there is residual. <laughs> That's just residue. Oh, my I, think, yeah. I think patrons, aren't they supposed to strike now because they're not getting enough residuals? That's exactly right. So I'm married. How anyways. is that a thing? As I say dumb things. <laughs> How are you married? Well, let's ask Lisa. The expert. Everybody makes choices in their life. <laughs> and um, I'm going to be on Sad Times later today. Oh, good. Talking yeah. with a psychiatrist, a psychologist, mm -hmm. and um, who are those? A candlestick maker. A lawyer. A, a lawyer, yeah. It's going to be an eight-hour yes. episode. It's going to be great. Eighteen hour. Eighteen. Excuse me. Like oh, I misread the notes. I'm I'll going like to talk all about... 
why? You'll never leave me. Who would believe you? I mean, I love you. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> I like the pause and everyone makes choices. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just cut out everything after that and just cut it after that. So um, <laughs> real quickly, back to David. So we got the, the premiere. We're going to be hanging out, talking to people, uh, you know, kissing hands, shaking babies and all that stuff. Uh, anything else got planned for the the big premiere? After the first showing, um, which is it starts around five, the movie will probably start five fifteen, five thirty or so. But uh, we're going to have a, a Q and A session after that, right in the theater. And then um, there's a second showing at eight thirty. We're going to introduce it, and then we're going to head over to the local brew pub and just kind of hang out for a little bit until they kick us out because nice. everything in Idlewild shuts down about 8 p.m. and we asked them if they could stay open until like 10 for us and they were like, okay, I guess. <laughs> wow. Real quick, Q&A means questions and answers, Kevin, just so you know. Q&A. Okay, I'm going to put, okay, I had this book of acronyms. Let me just put it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. good for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually looking really uh, forward to this. I've seen a early draft um, yeah. it still had some spots like insert graphic here and, uh, you know, have you ever heard the story on the, on the close up there, Mr. Seville or whatever? No, but. Uh, have you ever heard the story about when George Lucas showed the original star Wars to like Spielberg, um, De Palma, Scorsese, a couple other people No, and none of the special, there was one special effect shot and the rest of it was like, he cut in like the dogfight picture, like war pictures from the thirties. And so they were watching it and they're like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's a power tool safety video from the state of Iowa. Ah, okay. It's very, uh, very intense. And that's why Lucasfilm limited was sold for so much money. <laughs> uh, that's gotta be, is it hard making a movie like that? And like, have? well, let me say, I know it's hard. Plus, you were out there filming in like 110 plus degree weather, so that was absolutely awesome <laughs> for you, I'm sure. But is it weird or hard to have your vision and then try to make it show up on on film? Am I saying that right? You know, like is it hard to to translate it to film, or did you find it was an easier process? I think I think that part of it was the easiest part. It, um, Derek and I. You know, come I guess come from the the creative world anyway, mm-hmm. and the part of it of let's film this stuff. We've got these great stories, and let's just put them together so it makes logical sense. You know, in a timeline, um, that was pretty much the easy part. The hard part has been waiting to hear about. When, like, who who's going to be distributing it, how we're going to do this mm-hmm. and that, the the stupid-ass red tape of all of it. Right. And it's just been, like, time the, is, the, is the hardest part like with you've, this. I've Everything got this else. thing sitting here. Yeah. And now and I need to be able to get it to you. Derek and I work pretty well together on writing it and then watching it and saying, hey, what do you think of this? Or I don't think that works there. Or maybe we should switch these parts around. That all, you know, came together pretty um, smoothly. Mm -hmm. So this thing's been done for, I don't know, months to close to a year. We've just been waiting on all the details with shopping it around and seeing who would even bite on this. And it's, it's wild because... A lot of people are very bad at communication. Yeah. <laughs> so Whose you, job you, is in communication? 
exactly. You you hear back from them once, and then you either don't hear back from them, they ghost you, or it just takes weeks in between emails or something, you know? Yeah. So that was the hardest part to me. Yeah, it's got to be frustrating. And you're like, okay, I, I put in all of this time, effort, work, you know, you name it. And now we wait and we sit and yeah. Can you, uh, David, can you repeat the name of the movie again, please? I sure can, Kevin. It is Shadows in the Desert, High Strangeness in the Borrego Triangle. Thank you. So Shadows in the Desert is the shortened version. Can you put that in the show notes? Because I was absolutely not listening to you. (laughs) (laughs) We actually will. And um, I have show notes. In the show notes, I have links to the the opening, so you guys can check that out, and hopefully, come and uh, uh, make your uh, your presence known, so that Bigfoot is even more enticed to come to the premiere. <laughs> I just want to say I think it's pretty fucking cool. Congratulations, David. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that. David got to, uh, to gallivant in a desert, and uh, luckily enough, my wife also one time got to gallivant in a desert when I drove her to the gates of Area. 51 life choices it changed your life for the better didn't it my love you know brent marrying you changed my life <laughs> it's that's what my doctor said would happen just that's like what... arson mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah just like yeah, arson, arson changes it's life changing <laughs> i think this this might have turned into the first couple's sad times who knew yeah. so sad she's she's i'm so happy i'm so happy yes that's right sounds more like pissed area 51 <laughs> <laughs> She's happy. You could ask her, but she'd probably lie. You know how women are. <laughs> let's explore serious. that, Brent. What's that? Let's explore that. Yeah, let's uh, let's go down that road for a little bit. Circling back. <laughs> um, well, we're going to go to break real quick. When we come back, we got a few uh, touches on some news or little articles in the news and uh more about why Lisa has made these bad decisions in her life. That's coming up after the break on Hysteria 51. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor. And we use it. Rosetta Stone. They're the most trusted language learning program. And it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. <laughs> I definitely use it. I I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. (laughs) It's like, what are you trying to do? Do it right. (laughs) Uh, But it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and Mm -hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all... 25 languages available for any trips you need language in life you need to brush up on stuff maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else somewhere you know who knows well if they're in the one of the 25 rosa is gonna work for you and <laughs> you get lifetime access to all of that and there is a 50 percent offer so it is a steal 
So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. A today. That was the most intense three-hour discussion I've ever seen, the two of you. It got emotional. It got serious. Yeah. You know it was three minutes, not three hours, right? Well, it just felt it like three hours. It felt like three hours for sure. Yeah. And I was kind of going low on that. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> uh, welcome back. And uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not. My wife does, unfortunately, because I tell her nonstop. UFOs are in the news. Did you know that? Did you know? Did you know that? I was aware. Oh, oh is this a call and response thing? Which was the answer? Mm-hmm. It's funny. Like it's amazing how I go to you go at any other time and you go to Google and you type in UFOs and click news, and you might get one or two things. And just as an example, I went there and I clicked UFOs news. House Oversight Committee to hold UFO hearing next week. Senator Schumer pushes measure to declassify UFO records. Green fireball in Louisiana sky caught on doorbell camera ignites UFO panic. Experts warn public affair, public after possible hazardous spacecraft watches up on shore. UFO witness and former Navy pilot praises UFO bill for transparency. McCarthy quips Pentagon would tell us about UFOs to request more money. And uh, anonymous UFO hearing house lawmakers say we're done with the cover up. Well, I'm I'm happy to see that. <clears throat> Kevin McCarthy's unending streak of being in no way original or funny continues. Hey, you know, because that's that's part of the job. Original and funny. <laughs> that's why. Uh, I, yeah, <laughs> something like that. He gives Kevin's a bad name. I mean, it's just nice to be seeing these things in the in the news as they are. And I know this is a, a dirty word, especially, you know, David and I have talked about this, but like David and Lisa and Kevin, do you guys feel like this is d- getting towards disclosure or do you think this is all just a, you know, pulling the, the wool over our eyes, distraction over something else? I guess I'll start. <laughs> um, I don't believe it's pulling the wool over our eyes. It does seem to me as a layman uh, who's that this is becoming much more discussed and much more out in the open. I don't recall ever hearing of the Senate Majority Leader uh, saying that we need to declassify more UFO-related things before. So I think that's a that's a positive in that direction. Those are my thoughts. Thank you, Brent. <laughs> I do think it's a it's a, it, the problem is anytime you talk about these things and it could be you know, these things as far as conspiracy side or not, there's always the but it's the government. And for better or worse, that is true, you know. I think at least, you know, you you feel like we're ingrained to distrust them in a way. Don't you think so, David? Or or, or where's your head at? Well, I mean, there's precedent for that. Yeah. So it's called history, right? Yeah. It's it's just called reality. Um, We're not so much ingrained as we are just uh, observing and uh, forming conclusions (laughs) based on their actions. In a lot of cases. Right. Yeah, right. It's, uh, is this a conspiracy theory? No, I'm just reading the, <laughs> the history books, right? Mm. You know, um, that it is a dirty word, though, you know, anytime you talk about that. Um, 
But we're talking, you know, Schumer proposed a studying the UFO litigation, uh, litigation on non-human intelligence. This is from The Hill. Uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, along with bipartisan group of five other senators, and introduced extraordinary legislation on July 13th, suggesting that the U.S. government or private contractors, contractors may secretly possess recovered UFO and biological evidence of living or deceased non-human intelligence. That is a crazy <laughs> sentence. Living or deceased. Okay, well, I, is he alive? Not anymore. <laughs> he's yeah. in that refrigerator over there. Actually, since it's non-human, he's in that oven over there. Yeah, he's got to keep him warm. And he's going to be he there for about three hours. <laughs> What's that? He came with his own back to tank. Um, <laughs> yeah, no shit. He's, he's, he's healing up nicely. According to the, the legislation, non-human intelligence is defined as any sentient, intelligent, non-human life form, regardless of nature or ultimate origin, which may pre may be presumed responsible for UFOs, meaning whatever sticks or whatever you can do. Right. I would have thought non-human intelligence had something to do with understanding why fetch is so fun. Uh, fetch like you throw a ball dog gets it brings it back yeah, throw true. a ball dog gets it brings it i could keep going you keep going okay <laughs> i don't quite understand um they're talking about uh declassifying this stuff the decades long stigma associated with ufos all this stuff i, I don't know the the stigma is strong and they're still even though this stuff is in the news every time you watch the local news they're like <laughs> <laughs> when they're talking about it, you know, and I'm like, stop it. You Wait, know? do it again. <laughs> um, and uh, watch your profanity. Watch your profanity. <laughs> <laughs> I like the look of this thing as they're talking about non human life form, regardless of the nature or ultimate origin, meaning they could be coming from Alpha Centauri or the reptilian people from under the ground or mole people or. You know, whatever ends in people uh, <laughs> from under the ground, what were the... What about under the stairs? The people under the stairs. Yeah. Uh, crazy, scary movie to me as a child. A what? Kid, yeah, West Craven. Man, yeah. yeah. And uh, who was the one that had his tongue cut out? Meek Mouse? A child. You were like 12 years old. I'm, that's still a kid. I don't know if you know that or not. It's not even a teenager. Man, I was watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre when I was five years Me old. Me too. And I will put. Is the, that why you married Brent? I think the people under the stairs is scarier. And the dad for the people under the stairs was also the werewolf in uh, Silver Bullet. London? Oh. Silver Bullet, the Stephen King yeah. thing, which I've still never seen. It's, it's not bad. And it has Gary Busey. As the excuse uncle. me, excuse me, that's Academy Award nominee Gary Busey. Thank uh, you very much, uh, Buddy Holly Buddy story, Holly. 1978. Thank you very much. I think maybe 77. Lisa, you're driving on a back road for some reason, probably <laughs> trying to get away from me, and uh, you're all of a sudden your your car dies. You can't get it going, much like the rental car we had this weekend, and uh, it was one of those cars that uh, stops when you come to hey, a I'm stop. Just, I'm stopped listening. Can you go back? Just kidding. And then it restarts. It wouldn't restart. So we got stranded oh. a little bit. Yeah, we got to start it finally. Anyway, Lisa, you're driving through the, in the middle of nowhere. The car stalls and an alien is in front of you. And I say alien, it's odd. like a gray, your typical alien, whatever that might be to you. Do you run away or do you stick around and find out what's going on? Okay. Everybody knows I talk to everybody. And, and, <laughs> and no, I, I don't know any strangers. So the odds are good. I'm like, hey, hey guys. everything all right? You guys need a ride or something? 
Do you need some suntan lotion? Listen, they're like... You look a little mm, Peaked. You don't seem scared of us. Listen, it's been a day. <laughs> um, do you guys get car sickness? Because... Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm probably definitely going to talk to them because um, that's my MO to talk to everybody. Yeah. It's okay. Mm. I'm an antisocial butterfly. Antisocial butterfly? Yeah. You're on an iron butterfly? Dun, 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 no. Nah, 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 nah. No, I'd definitely speak to aliens. I think so. I like to think so. I like to think I've already spoken to aliens. What's that supposed to mean? I talk to a lot of I people. think she's calling me a reptilian. Is that what it is? I have always wondered how you could clean your eyes with your tongue. Did you see that video where that lady freaked out on that plane? Oh, we've talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it. Thanks for listening to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. She must have been out of the booth during that part. (laughs) All right, I'll go. And you leave my eye cleaning technique out of this (laughs) brain. That, uh, there's so much skepticism, or, you know, skepticism, so much conjecture back and forth on what really happened on that, too. But, uh, I just like to think it was uh, from the Scooby Doo movie, and Scooby was in a dress. Yeah, you didn't you you yeah. sa- put that on Hysteria yeah. Nation the picture of him. Just that sitting. is not a person. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was on a run uh, the other day, and I ran by a park, and on a bench, and this is in Chicago. On a bench was a giant abandoned stuffed Scooby Doo. It's one of the saddest things I've ever mm, seen. Man, so you now have bed bugs, is what you're saying? That's right. Aha. Oh man, um, I don't. I don't know. Like, David, would you? Getting back to it, would you? Do you think you would be that person? You're like, I'm scooting out of here. I've seen too many scary movies. Oh, uh, I I would probably try and kind of cut, make contact. <laughs> I think every. I mean, at least I would say I would. Who knows? At the time, I might be right. like, oh shit, you know. And then they look at me and they're like, what's your profanity? <laughs> it's it's hard to tell. It, you could. Uh, try to gauge whether or not they're being aggressive and you know if they're not then you can slowly try and And i'm uh, I'm also willing to try to decipher if they're just being aggressive or handsy because you know i'm willing to (laughs) what's the dude space clown around (laughs) jesus christ uh watch your profanity kevin hates that drop that's why we're doing it uh i know it's obnoxious but he hates it and every time i do it i feel like it takes 13 seconds off his life because he grunts so hard and like closes his eyes so a little backstory for you yeah i walked in the studio today and kevin had been here probably three minutes before me and he said that he'd heard that clip 17 times and he was starting to like bleed from his ears yeah and you know Lisa and i were trying to have a conversation and brent slowly but surely Puts the damn video up on the monitor <laughs> and is like, Lisa, no, sh- quiet just for a second. And then he played it again. The fucking motherfucker. <laughs> I'd never heard it before today. Are you serious? Me either. <laughs> he really hadn't heard it, David. It's old. I, it's old. They used it in vines and stuff. And he's like, that's, Dude, that's that like new vines. shit. Uh, where, where's that from? I'm I, like, I don't know, Storage Wars or whatever. I'd like to think that of the four of us, if any of us talk to, um, let's just say we all decide to talk to the alien. I think David would be the most polite. I would assume so. Are you implying that when I go to talk to random strangers that I'm impolite? No, I said most polite. I didn't say that the rest of, I mean, Brent wouldn't be polite, but you would be I very would be polite. The, I would be the most excited. Brent, yeah, Brent would be like, ha, ha, and I would be in a fetal position. Wait, where am I, am I seeing them on the side of the road? Because I might just say like, hey, my car broke down. Do you guys have any snacks? Well, they're the ones who made your car stop. How do I know that? 
They go, hi, we you made your it. car stop. I would, cool. Do you have any I would, snacks? Uh, <laughs> I would nominate Lisa because I've seen her antisocial butterfly behavior in person. Yeah. No <laughs> offense, David. You might be the most polite, but I'm definitely going to be the most entertaining. Brent's going to get himself killed. What what's gonna happen to me, guys? You're gonna be crying in the trunk of the car. That's right. That was just why was I? In, you yeah. wouldn't even know there was a UFO. You didn't even get out. <laughs> I'm sorry, in the trunk, <laughs> guys. <laughs> the minute we said road trip with us, you were yeah. like, "Can I go in the trunk?" The first time I ever picked up Kevin to come to my house, I picked him up at the train. Speaking of road trips with Kevin, and he's oddly quiet. He's in the back seat, oh, and we God. get we turn onto my road, and he goes about how much further until we get your <laughs> and just projectile vomits all over my truck, stops, and then goes <laughs> and just starts in again everywhere. Well, you're forgetting that I said I'm sorry between every thrust. <laughs> and by the way, what did I had right before I threw uh, threw up? Naked no, juice. I, I can never naked even. Juice. I can't even look at them in the grocery store aisle because I start like heaving. And poor Brent. It was very, you know, Lisa was like, here, here's, uh, you can use the shower downstairs, all this stuff. Brent is trying to clean up my mess and he's, you were retching, right? I'm dry. I can't. So I don't even like doing the dog vomit. It gets me. I'm trying to clean yours. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and I, oh, and then I, Lisa's like, just ask him to do it. I go, I don't want to do it. Which, and you're like, can you, I was like, yes, of course. (laughs) It turns out I had some sort of bug because we recorded two Hysteria 51s that day and during one of them I just had my head on the table a lot of the time because I thought it was going to throw up in your studio. Yeah, yeah. You had to um, borrow clothes Yep, and uh, take a shower and uh, pray. He looked so cute in my dress. It really, and I, you know what? I felt like myself. I feel pretty. That's, that's the next episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, man. I just uh, looking at this stuff. It's it's fun in the news, and you guys have been sending us all of these. They're kind of all on the same genre, and for the the weird at Hysteria Fifty One, which is where you can send your your news, your weird news stories. There's tons of these all that are kind of saying the same thing, you know, about the house and and uh, Grouch and and all the astronauts and McCarthy and, and everything. And I'm kind of. I don't want to do those because it would take up every one of our, our bonus episodes. So I don't want to do all of them. And also, I'm kind of waiting to see what plays out because it's a really interesting time to be watching this stuff. Um, and it's getting, you know, and the, the stuff I'm talking about here, The Hill, New York Times, Fox News, ABC, Gizmodo, News Station, IFL Science. Yeah, CNN. sounds like the lamestream media. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Daily Mail. Uh, Irish examiner. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? UFO non-human intelligence on earth, <laughs> you know, but, uh, and tweak town, which I thought was a meth documentary, but turns out it's a online Twe- news site. That's a news site. Tweak town says UFO expert claims a crashed alien spacecraft is hidden underneath a U.S. building. Do you think Eddie Valiant accidentally went to tweak town once when he was trying to go to Toontown? Eddie, yeah. Ah, gee, Eddie. <laughs> Man, um, yeah, so, you know, do with that information what you will. But, yeah, it's a lot of this stuff. Um, at least Congress is taking this stuff seriously. They're talking about it. And I think that's actually a big uh, a big bonus, at least in, in our world. What's the best case in scenario? What's okay. the best case scenario? Uh, they land and say, hey, here we are. And they have snacks. Yeah. And they have snacks. Uh, uh, sorry, in, in regard to the... Senate's push for all this. I think 
in my idea, the best case scenario would be they declassify enough to let us know yay or nay. So snacks from the government. Yes. Like government cheese. See, David, Ooh. you should really always be specific. Like when I go to the dentist, he says, how, are, how, how is everything? How, and, and, I, and I look at him and he goes, with your teeth. <laughs> yeah, because he, he doesn't have time for that, man. Yeah. Well, you know who I'm married to, right? <sighs> I've got good teeth. Mm-hmm. Good teeth. <laughs> All right, go to break. Nobody wants. Yeah, to we're gonna go to break. When we come back. We got some uh, other uh, news for you guys. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. It's Dairy Fifty One. Turns out you can dance to that song. You can dance if you want to. You can. You can leave your friends behind. What if you don't have any friends? I don't have any friends. Well, if your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, they're no friends of mine anyway. Well, I don't have any friends. Kevin and I don't have any friends. Yeah. Do you want to be my friend, Lisa? Not really. Okay. Wait, do you have snacks? (laughs) Yes. Okay. I have a cliff bar. David, now you see what I have to deal with. Silence. All right. David 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 has left the building. (laughs) No, he's like, I didn't know what to say. (laughs) Uh, So we were just talking about this yesterday. Dave and I haven't even talked to him about talking to us on the show or anything. But if you guys remember before COVID, we were doing some live shows and we were going to start working on uh, another live show and hopefully do some. We'll probably do at least uh, Chicagoland. What is this? Uh-oh, my computer's talking to me. <laughs> I st- I'm still on Gizmodo website. It's like, I want to tell you a story. Um, the AI is taking yeah, over. Do not fear, but you will be dead soon. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're going to be working on some live shows. Uh, Chicago land, probably out in Colorado. Where else would you like to see us? And if you would like to see us do some shows with other shows, maybe some that you've heard us talk with or not, who would they be? We'd love to hear from you guys. You can, uh, of course, email us, weird at hysteria51.com. Leave us a voicemail, 773-669-7277. Or go to Hysteria Nation and let us know. We can have a conversation on there. Who do you want to see class up the place? Uh, Well, our ugly mugs are also going to be on stage doing our brand of nonsense. I I saw Hysteria 51 live, gosh, Four years ago, maybe you also saw blurry photos. He uh, yeah. opened for us, and was that was that a, long ago. Well, it was pre-COVID, pre-COVID for sure. It was a good time, man, up there near Irving Park at that theater. Yeah. I had a really fun time at that show. It was the the Other World Theater. What is it called again? Other World. Other World. Yeah, I knew it was like some space themed thing. It was it was a good time uh, with special guest Joe Peck was on that. Uh, yes, stage. I recall that. Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 what was that guy's name? I want to say Jan, but I don't think that John Goforth. That was it. That was it. Never heard of him. Yeah, <laughs> mm. David, you had a you did your topic. What was yours? It was the the barn. Uh, it's yeah, the red barn murder. Red barn murder. Um, Thank you. That's which a fun... we we ended up covering not too long ago on here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. So um, you did that, and then we just did a. Uh, nonsensical dive into the world of the weird and 
And, it was uh, a good time, man. It's worth going to. It is fun. It is fun, and I like doing them in, a, in a, like on a stage like that in a theater. Maybe I think David's got the better idea of sitting down and, and doing it with you know the screen and props and you know mm. you know you know what I mean by props and stuff. So it'll be a lot of fun. We're going to be working on that and uh, hopefully coming and doing some shows in 2024. Another fun thing about seeing them live is uh, every joke that Brent makes, you can watch the light go out of Lisa's eyes just a <laughs> little at a time. The air, the, room. the air is what goes out of the room. <laughs> that light is going uh, just lower and burning in her loins is what's happening, is what you didn't And that when Isn't that how you would say is what is happening there, sweetie? What? Everyone thinks like we actually do like each other, and then we go on the show, and she's like, "Fuck you, and I'm like, yeah, fuck you." It might be because you're talking about her burning loins. Hey, can you fault anyone? I'm sorry that I switched it from the light going out of her eyes when she has to hear me talk. <laughs> yeah, make you the villain, Brent. Come yeah, on, it's yeah. okay. I the truth is that. <laughs> I love you, and watch your profanity. (laughs) I'm, I'm so lucky to have you as my. I can hear, I can hear the strain. Yeah, what they don't realize is in studio, Kevin and Lisa are at the table. I'm actually in the booth (laughs) doing everything, so I can actually see Kevin. She can't see me, so she she can't even talk. Nice about me when she didn't have to look at me. Yeah. She's just like, it hurts too much. I just I just need her just blink twice if you need help. Okay, that was <laughs> two very strong blinks. <laughs> I said Wait, that. help with him or just in general? <laughs> uh, sure. Yes. 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 Tipple. The only thing she needs help with nope. is figuring nope. out what to do nope. with the constant joy nope. that fills her Bucket heart. Buckets of nope. water for those loins. Nope. <laughs> yeah. You got, a, you got a cooling blanket? I need to put it on these loins. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Loins. Loins. So glad I showered for this. So what is a, uh, you know, Kevin, Kevin, maybe you could have sad times open for us and really get the fucking crowd going for our lives. Actually, shows. I was thinking, I think it would be, um, as you guys know, we reconnected over my one man show. I think it'd be cool to do a live sad times where, where I interview someone. Actually, that would be, and maybe someone like, um, maybe you've had on before. So you're like, mm-hmm. you, you've, you always do what well, I think what people don't realize with sad times, which we'll put a link to that in our show notes as well. Like beforehand, you do a call and you just talk to them and get to know these people because some of them are people you've known and some are people you've never even met before, you know? Yep, and exactly. so you get a, you know, you have a preliminary call and talk about what would you like to do? What would you not like to do? And then they come on and then they answer the questions that they didn't answer. So it's a, it's a fresh new conversation. That's really cool. Yeah. And the reason, the main reason I do that is, you know, the people who come on are so generous and kind with their time, but I want to make sure that they feel totally secure in what they know what they're going to talk about Mm. because they're often talking about really uh, difficult stuff. So um, maybe you could do like a set times and then your one man show. Uh, oh boy, I'd have to memorize that motherfucker. Yeah, again. right. It's only fifty-five minutes long. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's just it's a monologue. It was really good. I cried. She did cry. And it's not that I don't cry all the time, but <laughs> <laughs> just I'm just gonna pause. Just meet how you um, Let's get back to the news. Oops, what happened, Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm not very entertaining today. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to start over. Can we ask me direct Watch questions? <laughs> <laughs> Watch your profanity. Uh, 
Uh, so, guys, we're not and gals and everyone. We're not going to keep you uh, <laughs> too much longer. We just want to have a fun roundtable, talk about things coming up. Big uh, props to David for his his documentary finally coming out. Thank you. Uh, and and uh, we would love to see you guys in Idlewild, California on, what's that date one more time? August 17th, 5 August p.m. August 17th. Uh, well, if you're invited, <laughs> I shouldn't say just 5 p.m. 5 p.m. is the first one. 8.30 is the, the open showing. If you're invited and you guys aren't. I think, no, the, uh, the, uh, the, um, uh, the first one is for the backers of the uh, the, fir- ah, the first one's sense. for yeah the the Kickstarter backers and uh, people who were in the film and people who helped make it possible crew and stuff like that and you know uh, hookers and stuff like that well, you know you know, you know goes Hollywood types mm. one <laughs> it's a plus one so I just assumed everybody'd be bringing a hook. It's a Weinstein <laughs> company film so it's very Ooh, interesting boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Harvey um, he went there. Watch your profanity. <laughs> he doesn't recoil in terror when you say it, but when I push the button, it happens. So we're learning. Uh, yeah, so we'll be yeah we'll be there for a, a, a couple viewings of it. I'll have it memorized by the time we're done, and then I can do a one man show of it. It'll be oh, about fifty five minutes long. Damn it! <laughs> Watch your profanity for our live show. Uh, don't forget also go to the show notes, sad times, Kevin's show. You're going to find links to everything in there. And it is a really, really, really good show. And he's doing something very important, which is having real conversations with people that have had real issues, real problems, real experiences. And, uh, he's picked, uh, seven strangers to live in a house. (laughs) 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 Saying real a lot there. I realize that's right, (laughs) but it is good. And it's uh, he's doing a really good job and doing something. I think a lot of people, should listen to because I think you, uh, everyone can get something out of the show, even if it's just hatred for Kevin. That's, uh, yeah. And if anybody, that. yeah. And if anybody needs, I have that in strong supply. Strong. Lisa, what's your parting words for, uh, Hysteria Nation out there? Take chances. <laughs> Be reckless. Be reckless. <laughs> Make life decisions. Know that you have to live with those life decisions unless you have a good lawyer. Sometimes you got to sleep next to those life decisions. No I don't matter have to sleep next to you. How much Stop. they snore. Oh my God. Don't get me started. That's a whole other episode. The snoring Should be chronicles. The anarchy you want to see in the world. I, I, <laughs> we have a dog named Gordon who somehow looks like me and um, walks like you and snores like me, sings like you. Yeah, and he's really cute, and the ladies love him, so it's crazy. It checks out. Mm-hmm. Big balls, too. <laughs> he ain't got no balls. Snip, snip. But all right, kids, thank you so much. Like we said, uh, get us your weird stories, weird at Hysteria51.com, Hysteria Nation. Tweet to us at Hysteria51pod, Patreon, and all those places. Thanks for joining us. And with that said, I've been Brent. Uh, I've been Kevin. I've been Lisa. I've been David. And there's been no conspiracy bot. Bye. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. We'll be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it?
Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation. Or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc